Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another listing rankings podcast. This is going to be an updated rankings list for the DCEU films after the release of The Suicide Squad. So The Suicide Squad, the 2021 James Gunn version is going to be included in this list because that's why I'm doing an updated version anyway. Uh, I'm your host Matthew and uh, yes, I've got 11 films in here. I am going to be including every film that's been released in the DCEU. There's a discussion to be had about that, I think. Um, But let's get straight into things. I've got 11 films in this list. I'll talk a little bit about each one and why I like them, why I don't. And just go from there, because that's how you kind of do a list, isn't it? Uh, Number 11, I'm going to put 2017's Justice League. Uh, Some people have kind of discounted this film as sort of not existing or like just sort of it, it doesn't really count. It was still a real film, real film that got released. Unfortunately, uh, was butchered obviously by the uh, higher ups, executives of Warner Brothers, and obviously Joss Whedon was brought in and just uh, just turned the whole thing into something, something very particular. Um, I will say, I think these first two films I've got here. I'm not going to tell you what the next one is yet. The number ten and number eleven film that I got in this list, so the bottom two. I don't think they're necessarily in top five worst comic book film lists. They could be. You know, opinions change depending on the person. I think they should be in contention or in the conversation for worst comic book films. I really do. I mean, there's some other films outside of the DCEU and outside of the MCU that have been released over the years that have been particularly bad. Uh, One day I'll probably do a uh, top five worst comic book films list. I'll have to watch some other bad films. I've not I've not seen things like Daredevil, so um yeah, I've seen the Netflix show but not not the uh um I must said Matt Reeves. Not the Ben Affleck film. I haven't seen that one. But yes, these first two films I think should be in contention for the worst comic book films. I really do. Uh but yes, twenty seventeen's Justice League, of course there's the Snyder Cut available now which is the much, much, much better version uh as well. Um but twenty seventeen's Justice League is a film that exists. It is technically somewhat canon still to DCEU because you've sort of got two split canon universes now where you've got the Snyder Cut in the Snyderverse and you've got the DCEU which technically is canon from Justice League sort of not that any of that really matters anymore anyway but um it technically sort of is so that is number 11 number 10 I'm going to put Wonder Woman 84 uh, I want to lead what I'm about to say with a phrase. Um, now, I don't know if this phrase applies to me directly, but it's just a, it's just a popular phrase, which is, um, I think the phrase is, uh, my mother taught me that um, hate is a strong word, but I do hate this film. I, I, I will confidently, not proudly, I'll confidently and happily say, or, you know, comfortably say, I do hate this film, Wonder Woman 84. Um, I think this film is atrocious. I think that the writing is awful. Um, the film made me angry at certain points. I wanted to, um, because watched it. Yeah, it wasn't in the cinema, was it? It was a home on the uh, yeah on VOD in uh, in January of this year. Um, I wanted to switch it off at certain points. Um. And it's just got this ridiculous thing of kind of taking... I mean, there's a lot of ridiculous, stupid stuff in this film. And I did review it in case you want a more in-depth discussion on that. Um, But just the idea of taking what you did in the first film... With the whole, like, who... Out of Steve and Diana, which one of them is more unfamiliar with the world? And then simply switching that around for the second film... 
and then having this stupid, really, really stupid wishing thing for the the second film, and just all other sorts of things that really annoyed me. Um, so yeah, I will again not happily. I will comfortably and honestly say that I do hate this film. Uh, the more I think about it and talk about it, the more I end up hating it. So I don't want to think about it anymore. So let's move on from One Woman eighty four, but that is number ten. Um, these next two I kind of struggled with, um, and, you know, I might change my list the next time, I think the next time I'll be doing, oh no, it won't be for the Batman, will it, because that's not DCEU, um, I guess it'll be for the Flash or for Black Adam, I might change my list next time on this, um, I'm gonna put Aquaman at number 9, um, I think this film's overrated, I am still surprised it made a billion at the box office, I still maintain the opinion a few years later, I don't think this film made a billion dollars because it was good. I think it made a billion dollars because Jason Momoa played as Aquaman. And because you've got a combination of people that find him very, very attractive. Not just women, but men as well. I was going to say because women find him attractive, but men probably do as well. Um, you know, some might, some might not, but it's, you know, it's, it's a d- double-sided kind of thing. Um, I think that they wanted to see, you know, because Jason Momoa was shirtless throughout, like, what? all of most or most of this film you know so you got that added as well um and hey i'm not going to bash on anybody for watching films or anything for for eye candy uh if you want to do that that's that's perfectly fine i do think that's a reason that a lot of people went to see this film also because you know jason momoa is jason momoa and he's great i've not got any problems with him uh also he was in game of thrones so there's that as well i just think there was a lot of other reasons Outside of oh, I want to see an Aquaman film that people went to see this film for because Jason, I, I I think this film made a billion dollars because Jason Momoa is Aquaman and not because it's good. Uh, I mean, you won't know if it's good before you pay your money anyway. So <laughs> you know, I I just and there's nothing wrong with like hey, you know, film did well because Jason Momoa is good as Aquaman and you know people find him attractive. There's nothing really wrong with that. I'm just saying that doesn't mean the film is good. It just means you like the person that's in it, and you may or may not find him attractive. So, yeah, I I think that's the reason this film, the, the reason this film had so much attention on it is is because of that, and because some people were excited for this film. I wasn't. I didn't see it on the big screen. Um, you know, I waited probably about a year later and saw it like on Sky or or, or something. I just thought, hey, it's on here now. Uh, already subscribed to Sky Movies or whatever. I'll just I'll just stick it on. Uh, film's too long, pacing's poor. Um, it's just it's just not got a lot to it that I really like. Um, like the the in fact the only thing I really like in this film is Jason Momoa as Aquaman because he's good in the role, but that doesn't make the film good. Um, I I mean a lot of people categorize this as like oh it's good it's dumb fun, but you can't in my opinion I mean I'm only here to do my list. You can't really sell me on a film because it's dumb fun. Um, I want a little bit more than that to cling on to. Um, I can I can sit back and appreciate a dumb fun film if it's got other things like other more interesting characters. This film didn't have enough interesting characters to me. Uh, good writing is another thing that I like. I think it was written alright. Uh, I just think it's a kind of meh, average, alright sort of film. So, yeah. Um, and my my point I want you to remember from Aquaman in this list to the next film is I didn't find Aquaman particularly entertaining, like on just a pure entertainment value. But I did with this next film. 
Hey everyone, um, the next one on the list uh, is supposed to be number 8, which originally in this list I put Suicide Squad and then the, the Suicide Squad afterwards. Uh, I'm going to change that. I've just today finished my rewatch for the 2016 Suicide Squad film. It was the oldest one that I hadn't seen most recently because that was it came out five years ago and all the other DCE films I'd watched more recently. So I wanted to sort of like recap on it a little bit. Uh, so number eight, I'm actually going to put The Suicide Squad. Because if uh, I'm putting this in here as an edit, so you've probably just heard me talk about Aquaman. Because I've just scanned through and seen uh, where where that's going to be in the list. Uh, but yeah, number number nine is Aquaman. You would have already heard me talk about that. Um, I'm putting this in as an as an edit. Uh, I'm not going to go messing about with the whole list. Just swapping around these two films. Everything else I'm going to... Uh, Stand by pretty much, um, but yes, I just watched the 2016 or rewatched the 2016 version, having seen The Suicide Squad uh, last week. Did obviously a review for it as well, so I have seen I have seen both of them recently. Obviously, Suicide Squad um, I just saw, so I, you can't really call that like recency bias because I've just seen both of them very very recently. Um, but there's I I think the the only thing in The Suicide Squad that I prefer to Suicide Squad is probably the third act, like the the last part of the film. I think the battle at the end of the Suicide Squad is a bit better. But there's there's a, there's quite a few things that Suicide Squad I think has got going for it that the Suicide Squad doesn't. I think the introduction to the characters is better in Suicide Squad. I think the tone is better. I, I think with you know with bringing in James Gunn for the Suicide Squad, the 2021 version gave it this sort of like fun sillier edge and I don't know if that quite worked as well there as what it did with you know when he did Guardians of the Galaxy and obviously that fit in a bit more there because they're sort of fun Marvel characters and whatnot I think having rewatched Suicide Squad now um I think the darker the slightly darker tone fits in more with these group of people because you know they're all kind of murderers and whatnot and they're all bad people who are out to do like a good thing a, a, a sort of suicide mission or whatever uh, so I think that's better. I also I tweeted this out a few hours ago when I uh, just rewatched this. I forgot that Batman was in Suicide Squad. He does he does make kind of a cameo-ish sort of appearance, um, appearance. But uh, he is quite involved with Will Smith's uh, Deadshot in the film. Now, what's interesting about both these films is they are kind of the same in a way. I mean, they're all they're both like attempting to do origins sort of for the Suicide Squad. But, um, like, the daughter stuff is really pretty much the same with Deadshot and with um, Bloodsport uh, and everything like that. Um, so that's that's really, really similar. I feel like there's a bit more depth with um, Deadshot's daughter than there is with Bloodsport and, and stuff like that. I can't really get too much into that because I don't want to lean too heavily into the Suicide Squad spoilers because it just came out. I think that's better in Suicide Squad. Um, I don't know if I really prefer Deadshot or Bloodsport. They're really quite similar. You can tell that they were like direct. Re he was a direct replacement for uh, for Deadshot. Uh, so I think that's better. Uh, Batman's involvement, like I said, with Will Smith, because it's basically Amanda Waller says like, "Hey, I gave an anonymous tip to this person. It's Batman to in order to incentivize Deadshot to um, join this team." And everything like that. There's also a kind of a good scene where Batman's like chasing down Joker and Harley Quinn. That's pretty cool. And then there's also the post-credit scene 
which didn't get paid off, which isn't the, the, this film's fault. But uh, there's a, basically a post-credit scene where Batman is like, hey, yeah, my friends can kind of help you out. I don't remember that being followed up because, of course, what followed from this was the uh, the Justice League 2017 film. But that's not Suicide Squad's fault. You know, it did its job in that film of setting up a pretty good post-credit scene. Um, there There is a cameo with The Flash in Suicide Squad. It's not really very meaningful. Um, so I wouldn't, like, add that to it as, like, a bonus. I think they're almost on the same level, though, Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad, but, of course, I'm making a list here, and I do want to put Suicide Squad ahead of it. Um, I also kind of prefer the group of characters a little bit. I mean, Katana's really, really cool. I think Killer Croc's kind of cool. Um, some of the other characters are kind of cool as well. Uh, I mean, if you kind of put... If you take out maybe, I mean, because El, El Diablo is pretty cool as well. If you take out like one or two of the Suicide Squad characters from 2016's one and put in, let's say, Polka Dot Man and Bloodsport into 2016 Suicide Squad, I think that makes like a complete good team um, or more interesting team, maybe. Um, I don't know, but I, I do like some of the uh character selections from Suicide Squad as well uh, like with Zatanna and and some of those other characters um it's also I think got better pacing to it the the 2016 version uh the 20 uh 21 version's got um I think it's longer actually it's about 10 minutes longer or so uh but yeah the only thing I really prefer in 2021's Suicide the the Suicide Squad is the third act I think is a lot cleaner and a lot better than Suicide Squad's third act, uh, like the the boss fight, whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the big bad at the end. I think is better in the Suicide Squad, but overall the setup, the pacing, the tone, somewhat on the character selections, I think are all better in uh, in Suicide Squad. Uh, I still, by the way, think Jared Leto's Joker's atrocious. I almost would t- was tempted to skip those scenes, but uh, there's a lot of important involvement with Harley Quinn, obviously, which is uh, which is important as well. So uh, that's pretty much that. I just wanted to kind of put that in here. So yeah, number nine, Aquaman. Number eight, The Suicide Squad. Number seven, um, Suicide Squad. Um, so there you go. Uh, but you should, in a minute, find out what the number six on my list is. So I'm going to cut this off here. Just wanted to make a little edit. Uh, all I need to do is kind of save it and update the uh, the podcast file. Um, and then I'm going to retweet it out again, say that I've made a change and that kind of stuff. Um, and that, that should be pretty much it. I'm not going to be changing anything else in this list. I've watched all these films pretty recently. And it was just the case of flipping over the two uh, Suicide Squad films. Everything else I pretty much stand by. So uh, enjoy the rest of the episode and what my number six is in this list. Number six, Man of Steel. Um, I think I've put this a bit higher on my list than I did before. Um, maybe it's just because I miss Henry Cavill as Superman. I don't know. I'm, I think everybody misses Henry Cavill as Superman, apart from Warner Brothers, because they haven't put him in anything. But, um, yeah, Man of Steel. Um, now, I would say, comfortably, the next five films in this list are ones that I actually like and think are very good. The bottom ones here, so from six to 11, I think are all right or not great or sort of kind of liked and then obviously there's the two at the bottom which i really really don't like so um yeah number six man of steel um i thought it was paced poorly um i thought it took a bit too long for superman to get into his suit um and have kind of the big sort of moments in that um it it is a 
all right Superman film. Some people really, really love it. Again, if you do, that's that's great. I don't think it's terrible. Obviously, it's number six, so it's not like near the bottom of my list. Um, I think it's terrible. I think it's got some good things going for it. Uh, Amy Adams, of course, is, as uh, Lois is is great. Uh, be good to see her back as well as Henry Cavill. Whether we'll see either of those things happen again, we we don't know. Um, but it's just not really paced very well. I do really like Henry Cavill as Superman. He's obviously a standout here. Um, and I talked, I talked about in you know some of these films already. Characters to cling on to. I mean, you've got Superman in this film. Like, you know, you don't have like an ensemble cast to kind of pick from necessarily. I mean, you, you've got like a few characters. Obviously, you've got Lois and you've got uh, Clark and you've got some of the other characters. But you know, you've got Superman in this film, so. Yeah, um, it's it's alright, it's good. I think it's a bit overrated, but that's just my opinion. So, there we go. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else, or treating yourself, or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, let's move on to number five. I've got Wonder Woman at number five. I did wonder about um, my number five and my number number four spot. I almost switched them around, um, which I'll talk about in a minute a uh, really good kind of um let's say full introduction to um uh Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman obviously she made a big appearance in BVS but you know didn't really know her origins and and some things like that I mean you know this was her proper like solo outing wasn't it is uh is my point really good film um doesn't make any of the same mistakes really that 84 makes um of course it does have its original sort of um, one of them is unfamiliar with with kind of the world, but uh, it wasn't flipped around because obviously that this was the the first film. Um, but yeah, just with the flipping around of of that 
plot in the second film was where one of the big mistakes was made. Um, but it's good. Uh, it's a good introduction. It's a good full. It's a good full introduction to Wonder Woman. I know. I know she is in Batman v Superman, of course. But um, yeah, it's just it's good for all that. I liked a lot of the fight scenes and that. They were pretty good. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big standout. I really do like it. So um, and I think it's much, much, much better than uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, can you tell that I don't like Wonder Woman 84? <laughs> so, um, yeah. There we go. Uh, number four is Batman v Superman. Um, one really, really big compliment I want to give Batman Batman v Superman. I think it's got one of the greatest scenes in comic book film history. Which is Wonder Woman's, not Diana's, but Wonder Woman's actual introduction. I think is a phenomenal scene. Um, the way that Superman is kind of flung out into space a little bit. He's sort of put in on like a hiatus for a minute and then he kind of comes back later uh, Batman struggling against Doomsday um, you know there's that moment he thinks he's going to get blasted and then bang Wonder Woman comes in with her, with her shield and everything uh, the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman uh, music kicks in really really fantastic um, I think it was Hans Zimmer he's done like a lot of the music for DCEU isn't he so it was probably him um, and then uh yeah, she like jumps at Dooms there or whatever, and they start fighting, and it's it's fantastic. Is I think it's out of all these films here, it's probably got one of the best scenes out of all these films. Um, so that that's I, I know some people have got their problems with BVS, um, and they said obviously you know the theatrical version sort of fixed a few things. It, it kind of did. It, it was it was a longer, slightly better sort of version and all that. I mean, I watched the 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 director's cut or whatever you want to call it. Um but it's it's not as different as like okay, the Snyder cut as opposed to Justice League. Like there you've got double the length of the film and way more things in it. So there's just a bigger difference between something like Justice League and Snyder cut as opposed to BVS and BVS director's cut. So um yeah, there's more just sort of additions in the BVS um, uh, director's cut. So uh, again, why do you do this thing? What? What? Why do you? Why do you do this, Warner Brothers? Why do you mess up your director's cuts of films? Uh, they've done it three times now, haven't they? Justice League, BVS, and obviously Suicide Squad. So, ah, dear. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yes, BVS number four, really good film. Uh, obviously Batman kind of coming in his first appearance. Uh, ben Affleck didn't have a solo film, unfortunately. Uh, Henry Cavill, Superman returning, all of them teaming up in a trinity, eventually to take out uh, Doomsday. And of course, you've got Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I think he's fine. I think um, is it John Cryer? I think his name is the guy who's doing uh, the guy who's playing jo- um, Lex Luthor in Supergirl. He's much much better than Jesse Eisenberg. I know some of you might think, oh, CW Supergirl, what you're on about? Um, but yeah, he's he's a really 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 good version. Of uh, Lex Luthor. Um, so I, I think his name's John Cryer. Yeah, he's a, he's a really really good version of Lex Luthor. Um, and of course, he's got Kate McGrath with him on screen as uh, Lena Luthor, which is cool. She's also really good. Um, but yes, number four is Batman versus Superman. Uh, number three is going to be Shazam. Really good fun. Lots of characters. I mean, there's a whole family of characters to click on to. They're all really cool. Just this kind of really fun idea of like, uh, I think the guy's name's Billy, isn't it? Um, Billy, you know, he, he's got kind of the, the dream as a kid, isn't he? Which is he wants to be a superhero. So he says the name of a superhero and he becomes one, which is really cool. 
Um, got some elements of like Big in a way. I mean, I need to go back and watch Big, the the Tom Hanks film. It's it's been a while, um, but it's got elements of things like that, isn't it? These these young kids are kind of wishing they could be more like these these cool adults, you know, like superheroes and 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 that, and that kind of stuff, um, which is great. It's a lot of fun. It's really really good. It's got some heart to it as well. And like I said earlier, you know, if you just say to me this film's either fun or like dumb fun, it won't really pull me in but this has got more than that going on with it it's got some heartfelt stuff in there as well and just the idea of the plot is really really cool uh zachary levi is great as uh shazam i look forward to shazam 2 i think it's called something of the is it fury of the gods or am i thinking of something else um anyway uh that should be really good but yeah really really good film um at the time which was this was obviously before birds of prey and snyder cut um at the time i did think shazam was the best film in uh, in the DCEU, so because that was what 2018, 2019, I think, and then yeah, Birds of Prey was 2020, and obviously Snyder Cut uh, 2021. Some of you are probably wondering where Birds of Prey is on my list and why it's not lower, because a lot of you really hate this film for reasons I don't quite understand, and still to this day don't quite understand. Um, I've seen so many people on social media post I hate Birds of Prey or whatever, or the, in like DC groups and stuff, but I've never been able to extract extracts maybe the wrong word to use get it out of them as to okay why don't you like this film like there must be a reason and i haven't really i haven't really been told much that's convinced me of like okay that's why you like don't like this film anyway number two is birds of prey is my is my point uh i love this film i really really do uh yeah because cassandra kane and that kind of stuff could have been different but i didn't have the same expectations for that again these opinions can be different based on what you expected to see from these films, what you wanted from these films. Maybe you do or don't get that particular thing, but there may be somebody else that's watching that film, has different expectations, and those are met, and they like it more than you. That's probably the case with this film. Um, I've heard a lot of people really, really dunking on this film quite hard, and I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, this is another fun DCEU film, um, but it's got a lot more going on in it. It's got this story of kind of like the aftermath of Joker and Harley Quinn, how she's dealing with things, because thankfully Jared Leto's Joker is not in this film, which is good. Because <laughs> uh, Joker's not in this film at all, is he? Uh, Ian McGregor as Black Mask, really, really cool, really like that. Of course, you've got um, uh, Victor, Victor Zaz, is it? Yeah, Victor Zaz in this film as well, which is cool. I uh, thought the Birds of Prey team up was really good. You know, you got Huntress and Black Canary in there as well. Seeing that, just just as as somebody who's again different experiences, different opinions, as somebody who watched all eight seasons of Arrow and enjoyed most of it, not all of it, but most of it, finally seeing because there was like three different versions of Black Canary or whatever in in that show, all of them were pretty good. Uh, but finally seeing after all those those years watching Arrow, seeing someone do the Canary cry on the big screen was really really awesome i really really enjoyed that and then seeing them team up was great and it's just really good and it's got harley quinn coming back into it um i i think as well I, i'm seeing at the moment a lot of comparisons between birds of prey and the suicide squad the 2021 version i think that birds of prey this is again just in my opinion do want to stress that don't you can't tell me that i'm wrong about my opinion and i can't tell you the same thing I think the Birds of Prey did a better job of introducing those characters than what Suicide the Suicide Squad did with some of their characters. Or I would I guess as an alternative to that, 
I was more attached to the Birds of Prey characters than I was to some of the other the Suicide Squad characters. Um, some of you might be saying, like, why are you comparing Birds of Prey to Su- the Suicide Squad? A lot of people seem to be doing that right now, so I just want to give my two cents on that as well, I guess. Uh, and as I said in my The Suicide Squad review, I would watch Birds of Prey 20 times before I go back to The Suicide Squad. Um, but, again, all just my opinion. If you want to watch The Suicide Squad 20 times and you never want to see Birds of Prey again, it's totally up to you. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Um... I am stressing that quite a lot here. Of like, okay, this is just my opinion, and yours might be different. But some people still in this day and age don't seem to quite get that. So, um, yeah, I just want to sort of make that very clear. But uh, anyway, uh, Birds of Prey number two, really, really loved it. I think it's better than all the other films here so far. Uh, but of course, we do have one more, which is the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder's Justice League, aka the Snyder Cut. Um, fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic film. It is. It should be almost considered a crime that the higher ups at Warner Brothers um, don't want to pursue the Snyderverse. They've openly said that they don't want to. There's been obviously campaigns and petitions and all sorts of things, like you know, uh, make the bat, make the Batflick film, or make Man of Steel two, and make the Cyborg film, and make um, uh, Justice League two. Yeah, I'd love to see all those films. Um, just on Cyborg alone. This film made me care about that character so much and actually understand that character. I remember walking away from 2017's Justice League and I was like, I still don't really care about Cyborg because I just don't really understand the character. I don't really know, still didn't really know much about him. He wasn't really fleshed out, but he is a big focus and it's good that he is a focus in this film. But that doesn't mean there's focus taken away from the other characters. You get some really important, really good stuff with um, The Flash that made me like... um, uh, not Grant Gustin, Ezra Miller's Flash a bit more. I still think Grant Gustin's got a better Flash, but again, we've seen him for a lot longer time, so there is a difference there. Uh, Henry Cavill's Superman coming back in this film was fantastic. Aquaman and Wonder Woman were great in this film as well. Uh, you know, you got the bunch of other characters, and then you got, like, you know, the scene with Joker and stuff, which is alright. I still don't really like Jared Leto's Joker. Uh, ben Affleck back in this film. I, I would say is the best Batman, I think. I've done a Batman live-action rankings uh, podcast as well. Um, but really, really good with uh, with what they did with this. And, uh, yeah, it's four hours, but almost every minute of it is really, really fantastic. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of them rare experiences where you're like, okay, there's a lot here, but you really want to savour all of it because it's so good. Um, it's just such a shame because I look at the potential slate of films that we were going to have with the Snyderverse, like Justice League 2, Batfleck film, uh, Green Lantern, whatever it was going to be, uh, Man of Steel 2, Batman film, um, whatever the original version of the Flash film was going to be. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm actually really quite interested in that if it takes this canon from Snyder Cut, but Warner Brothers doesn't want to do it and they want to do this weird DCEU thing, um, which is... Like this, and I've I've done plenty of podcasts already on the DCEU. It is kind of this weird sort of universe that is disconnected and doesn't have continuing canon. Um, unless you're talking about maybe Wonder Woman 84, which does carry on the canon of the first film. Um, but then it's a sequel, so it's supposed to do that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's this weird, like 
strange cinematic universe where it's not really a universe. It's sort of like, you know all these characters are in the same universe, but there's no references to each other, there's no crossovers, there's not even any sort of canon being carried over, so it's a disconnected universe right now, and I just would have preferred so much more if we'd had the Snyder Cut, and the the Snyderverse, Um, so... Anyway, but there's there's nothing we can really do about that particularly. Uh, but that's my rankings. Anyway, a bit of a DC discussion as well there. Uh, obviously, things like, you know, uh, The Joker weren't included. That's not a DCEU film. I would have really liked to have put, um, like, because I think it was supposed to be March next year uh, for the Batman. I'd really like to put Batman in there and see how, the, how it stacks up. Because I think it will probably be quite near the top, but it's not actually going to be DCEU, is it? Uh, it's going to be a separate thing, so I can't actually sort of put it in here. Uh, just because otherwise, you know, if I was going by those rules, I would have put like Joker in here somewhere as well. So uh, unfortunately, I can't do that because I think I think that film's going to be quite special. Um, just like the casting and Matt Reeves and what he wants to do, and like yeah, it looks even just from that first trailer we saw last year, it looks. Uh, pretty special and by the way if you're one of them people that are like oh Robert Pattinson's a Twilight guy he can't play as Batman please watch some of his more recent films because I was sort of under the same opinion until about a year or two ago and then I watched Tenet and things like Lighthouse and I was like okay this is like a different guy (laughs) you know so um yeah so if you're watching the Twilight films and you're thinking okay how's this guy gonna be the Batman don't look at his Twilight films look at his more recent films because that's just that's a different actor. I mean, it's the same person, but that's like like different levels of acting. Anyway, uh, let me know what you think of all this, all the DC discussion and where your films rank. I think people are going to be quite surprised with my Aquaman ranking, but it's my list. If you want, you don't want me to lie, do you? You want me to be honest, so it would be a lie if I put Aquaman higher, uh, or at least in my opinion, I w- I would be lying to you if I put Aquaman higher. So I'm assuming you want me to be honest. You don't want me to lie. Why? What would be the point in me making a list where it's not really how I feel? So, because um, then it wouldn't be my true list, would it? So, but anyway, let me know what you think of all these rankings. Where would you put things? Um, I mean, I saw a list the other day that had one woman eighty four as second, and my mind was blown. But hey, that's that that person, whoever it was on Twitter, really likes that film. Cool. I'm glad you had a good time with it than what I did. So. Um, yeah, but uh, let me know what you think. Matthew at EntertainmentSalt.org, Twitter eTalkUK as a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Um, but uh, try not to hate me. I'm sure some people will message me and say, like, you're an idiot because you put Birds of Prey second, or I don't know, what, what, whatever some people want to say. I, I'm, I'm used to that kind of stuff by now, unfortunately. I'm sure some of us are. Uh, but there you go. Um, but uh, please, please try to politely tell me why my list is not correct. Um, it would would be the better version. So um, anyway, you can find all the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and magician at a podcast. Like I said, so out of this list, uh, we've reviewed the Snyder Cut, Birds of Prey. Um, we did review 2017's Justice League, although I can't remember a single thing that I said about it. Wonder Woman we've reviewed, Wonder Woman 84, The Suicide Squad, uh, I think those are the ones that we've reviewed here, so take a look at some of those reviews if you'd like to, and I've done, just in general recently, I've done a few podcasts just on DC and the DCEU, so uh, check in the DC tab on the categories list, and you should be able to find all those recent discussions, I've I've dug into the DC stuff a lot recently, um, so yeah, you can check that out if you'd like to as well. 
Uh, but for just other stuff quickly. Uh, the United cast preview is out for this season. The season kicks off properly next week. We've had pre-season games. They're talking about transfers and what kind of stuff. And like what I want from the season and all that sort of thing. Uh, gaming talk. We're still doing those. Breaking Bad Season 2 rewatch podcast. We've wrapped up recently. Uh, Walking Dead's back this month. Uh, Monsters at Work podcast is still ongoing. Ted Lasso podcast is still ongoing. Other film reviews. Uh, other things as well tv podcasts and stuff like that so check it all out if you'd like to on entertainmenttalk.org you can also find us as well on podcast platforms if you search for entertainment talk on your favorite podcast platform you should be able to find us on there so uh, take a look at that um if you'd like to support entertainment talk on the podcast that would be great uh you can either just listen to more episodes that we've got that would be good as well or you can tell other people that you know about what we do and where they can find it so tell them about the website and tell them that we're on podcast services and just what we do and where they can find it. You can also support us through Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast and review options if you'd like to do that. Uh, David's still posting TV and film news over on GeekTown.co.uk and GeekTown Radio. GeekTown Radio is posted on Tuesdays, so look out for those episodes for your TV and film news, all that good stuff. So check that out as well. Uh, Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. You can also find me on Twitch as well streaming uh, different video games. I'm, at the moment, I'm regularly streaming Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, so you can check all that out. Uh, that's over on Twitch, eTalk UK. If you miss the archive streams, you can find them later on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.